Damn, son, where'd you find this? Flyer. Yo, welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 92 of the Fly Route Podcast. I'm Anthony, aka Tony Playboy, aka Lazy Saturday, and I am here with the guys. Does anybody got any AKAs for themselves? Well, Sam, aka Saint Season Down the Toilet, aka <laughs> No More Betting on the Packers. It's my moniker for this week. <laughs> they did kind of fuck you up this week. <laughs> Joke Man. of a team, bro. Hey, Peace, aka Saints Pack, was live. <laughs> we got it. that bit was hitting. They had it on a discount too. How you get hey, a pack on a discount not. like that? They have. <laughs> he said it was not. not. It was not. <laughs> <laughs> They had a bitch three for ten at halftime. They let you get the pack off. I was like, hey, the mail carrier hey. dropped that shit off. I said, "Yes, sir." Hey, all I know. hear is that Ravens fans smoke mid. That's all. It ain't my fault. That's the pack that got delivered. We had to put in the air because your team sorry. Okay. <laughs> it was good. It's it true. High quality. Uh, hey, that's oh, funny, man. man. That's hilarious. <laughs> Which y'all already know, man. It's Tweed Street, baby. AKA no coordinated needed mac and cheese for the season. That's how we rock. All right. Nice. Defense wins championships. That's all I'm going to say. Yelling with his shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> Cliff, AKA the glove. I don't got no other AKs this week. We just going to let it rock. All right, y'all. We got a lot to get into with y'all. We are going to get into all the breaking news around the NFL and spill some tea on some people who have been acting a little bit wild. We're going to do some NFL trivia, talk about the game of the week, and some of the best players from our previous week. The fly route pod. The fly route pod. The fly route pod. The fly route pod. All right, Cliff, start us off with the news. Jeff Saturday uh, is taking over as the Colts head coach, as the interim head coach, uh, after the firing of Frank Reich along with OC. So, whole whole new change up there in uh, at Indy. Um, Jeff Saturday, former Colts player, played center for him for many years, taking um, snapping to Peyton Manning uh, during that time. So, they got, I think they got a solid leader in in the sense that obviously somebody who's played the game and played it at a high level um and i think could be an energy guy um and and also can manage the team because of who he is but he's got he's got some work to do he's got some talent there but he's got some work to do because of how bad this team went from this team went from being a solid should be playoff team to i mean ass i mean you went from having the you went from having the leading rusher in the league to like this man not even in the conversation for top 20 right now like it's it's your quarterback it's change it, it's it's bad it's bad it's defense used to defense was one of the best in, in, in the league last year if i'm not mistaken and forcing turnovers it's overall defense this year honestly that and it's just hard when you want to feel a lot more. Like it ain't, a, it ain't, you know, it ain't in your favor, and they can't control the game and the run, control the game with the run game anymore. So they a good defense, but you only so good if you on the field that much. Like you are gonna get beat. So I think uh, he's got his hands full, but I think 
it's a situation where he could end up with the the job, the actual job, when the season's over. All right, real talk. All right, real talk. What what are the chances that you actually think he is successful in this position where they just put him in? Oh, none. <laughs> no, I ain't got no faith. I'm gonna just keep it above. <laughs> like. I don't know how he got this job. He don't know how he got this job, but he told us. He don't He's like, know. man, I don't really know how I got over here, but I'm just like, I'm just happy to be here, player. Like, come on. We it's, don't know how he got the job and why he got the it's job. Cause, it's because he's who he is. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's 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 all he brought to the table, and even he know that. So, shit. I mean, they, they in a spot. I think they just like, F it, we just going to. We just gonna. I mean, did they got first round picks? They got first round picks. Yeah, they gave up. I think seconds uh, to get Matt Ryan. So I mean, yeah, it's bad. I mean, end of the day, like tank. Like I said, we all know why he got the job. <laughs> like, it's there's other people that's definitely, you know, minorities and everything that's way more qualified to even to be an interim coach. For like, sure. You got yeah, guys so on had- the rock. You got Reggie Wayne over there, and y'all gave it to Saturday. Come on now. Like, cut they it have multiple former NFL head coaches on their roster right now. Cut and it And was like, nah, B, we good. They know all the personnel. They've been in the building. They've been in the room. But nah, we good. <laughs> we we going to give it to Jeff Saturday. <laughs> Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So what you're telling me is like, uh, what's his name? Uh, the defensive lineman that played for the Cowboys that was a tight end at LSU. I can't think of his name. Damn, Cliff, you helped me out. You said you the defensive lineman that defensive lineman played at LSU, then went to the Cowboys. He does the NFL uh, show with Ryan Clark. I forget. Oh I yeah, you talking about um? Oh, Marcus Spears. Yeah, Marcus that's like you gonna just give Marcus Spears a job next next year then? Like, is that what we doing? I mean, I doubt he probably be a better coach than Saturday, Spears. We ain't just gonna keep moving the, the imaginary goalpost to like, uh oh, it's this, it's this. Hey, no, hey, come on, bro, you're getting it right now. Like, come on, we, we all know what it is. That's is like it? the Texans was about to hire Josh McCown. Yeah, like, are you saying it's an interim? Yo, they and they still got the plan in, in place to hire him. Like That's what I'm saying. they not fooling nobody with that shit. No. I ain't fooled. I can tell you that I ain't fooled. That I look, he is he is about a year away, maybe two at the most from taking that job. Like they just got him in that job, so people aren't gonna say what they said about Jeff Saturday about him. It's like, wait, you've only ever coached on the high school level. And that's the only reason why he's in his current position instead of the head coaching position for the Texans. Because they wanted him to get that one, two years being a quarterback coach or whatever offensive guru for the Texans before they gave him that <laughs> head coach job. Yeah. Like, they ain't slick. Not at all. Jim Irsay said he just don't care. He's like, look, y'all can say whatever you want, but I hired the first black coach to win a Super Bowl, so I feel like my stamp is certified and y'all can lick these. And that's basically what he told everybody. But then also, too, like, for me, I always feel like the minorities get the short end of the stick and, and not as much benefit of the doubt as well. Like, okay, you got my man's coming into Houston in a not-so-good situation, still not-so-good situation. What are y'all doing to help this man be successful? But then it's like, okay, well, 
we're not going to help you be successful. That's just like the same thing in a sense. Let's look. We all know Matt Rule was a bad coach. But let's look at what did they do to help Matt Rule win games? What are the Houston Texans doing to help him win games over in Houston? Nothing. So when the time comes, like you say, a year or two out, it's going to be, oh, well, he didn't win games. But then it's like, what did you do to help him win games? They didn't. I don't even think Matt, they gave Matt Rule really. He fucked himself because he had. You know what I'm saying? He was a bad coach. But I'm yeah, just saying Matt, like, from an Matt Rule had like, He needed. He yeah, his situation was. He could have lined that shit up pretty clean. Yeah, he like, Lovey can't line that. Davis Mills, I think, is okay, but the Texans are trying to figure out, like, hey, is Davis Mills really going to be our quarterback? Or are we going to go get a quarterback? Davis Mills isn't bad, but that's also got he got to be developed. John Meachie, the third, he's not there. So that's a, a speedster that opens up a lot for you that you don't have. You got Nico Collins, who's pretty good. You know, you're not going to have Brandon Cooks in the future. But I'm like, saying we know that, but yeah. are they going to give him the leeway because, oh, you don't have all this talent? And, you know, readily available or just, you know, I think available when, to you. When you have a situation like Lovey's, I think you got to give him the chance. I think when Matt Rule, you're Matt Rule and you're in Matt Rule's place and you have everything and you're in line to make the moves and build the team. Because let's be honest, that Carolina team, all bullshit aside, is a talented team. It was the most important position. Matt Rule and Frank Wright got fired for the same exact reason. They couldn't no get a quarterback. quarterback. And most importantly, you took multiple swings at a quarterback and failed. Frank White went to go get Phillip Rivers. That man got to the playoffs and then retired. Went to go get Carson Wentz. Missed Couldn't get playoffs. to the playoffs. Urza said he got to go, and Frank Reich wanted to keep him. And then they went for Matt Ryan. Same swing of trying to get a bunch of dudes who ain't going to pan out. They do the same thing in the in, uh, but in Carolina. The, they just young. Sam Darnold was seeing ghosts. Indy, Indy being cheap in the realm of like, okay, we don't want to give, we don't want to move off these picks. The Carolinas like, okay, well, we'll move the picks, but who can we logically get? You know what I mean? Because they were in realm, they should have. I, 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 like, I mean, the they lost. Yeah, no, I'm no, saying I'm not, logically he, pick Sam Darnold. No, I'm not saying trash. No, and that's not, why he got fired because his I'm logical pick was Sam Darnold. Him. I'm saying they knew they could use their picks because they were in the Watson sweepstakes too. Like it, was, it, it, it came down. It, we thought it was going to be them. I yeah, mean, I think it, I think it, it came out of Atlanta and Cleveland. It was Atlanta. It was well, no, it, Cleveland. Honestly, Cleveland came out of nowhere. I, I was following it right up to the before it happened. It, it yeah, was, I thought it was the Panthers. It was the Panthers and the Falcons and the Saints that was really in the run of that whole division. And then all right. of a sudden, all of a sudden, the fucking the fucking Browns, Browns come out of nowhere yeah, and was like. Did. I'm telling you, they probably called that man. Look, we gonna we gonna make you the highest paid player in the league. And he so you like, mean to tell me like they could have went and got Jimmy G whole time, bro? But not not even like if you got someone like J- Jimmy G's a good one Idiot. that is better than what you have. Both of those dudes be, would have their jobs right now if they went for Jimmy. If they went and bro, got Jimmy and G, and G and be, yeah. And the, the cold offense, you're running the ball like Carolina. You're gonna throw the bitch. You're like you're gonna throw the ball. Yeah, but you had Christian McCaffrey. You could have you could have very well ran the ball. <laughs> In fact, throwing. he'd be throwing a ball to see back like he saying. is now. Yeah. <laughs> like both of those dudes that have their job right now, if they went and got Jimmy G in the offseason instead of whoever else they got. It just but what I'm saying, too, is like you can compare like Lovey Smith. Let's look at it because he, he's not going to do any better than Brian Flores was doing down in Miami. And he was leading them to winning seasons. And they went on winning streaks and everything. So at the end but of the day, it's like – The he, issue, though – with the uh, I mean, but with no, old good. boy in Miami, is because look at how good two is playing now. And no, remember, he was trying two. to out. 
He was trying to out the owners and stuff. That's, but that's yeah, like if you're trying to out the owners, that, that that's another thing. But remember how people are saying the relationship between him and Tua, like he was hard on Tua. Da, da, da. Look how well Tua is performing, and look how like granted they did get another weapon, but I'm saying look how well Tua is performing. I think that head coach is is more of a player's coach, and like he he that makes a difference. I don't even like hundred percent. I think one of them is an offensive genius. The other one's a defensive genius. And we watched the flip. Miami went from one of the best defenses in the league to a poor defense. They had to go try to get Bradley Chubb to get their shit back, right? But they went from one of the Least offensive in the though. league, so one yeah. of the, I agree, but I he's think he's already so made so many moves offensively when he but, when he got there. Think about yeah, how he, they he brought in offensively, like crazy, because they couldn't get the offense right because that was never his thing. But, but Mike McDaniel, like they bought said, him. A, he brought in got, so many offenses. He's a defensive pieces. coach. Flores is a defensive coach. So yeah. at the end of the day, looking from a defensive perspective, and he's seen obviously on a day to day basis, this is my quarterback, and I don't think he's the guy. But, but that's they, the, they didn't go get him a Tyreek Hill to bring in a Tyreek like, Hill for him. Even with Waddle, like he, they were still a good comp. Like they that's were, a good duo. Did he have Waddle? Yeah, he already Waddle the last year, and they Waddle really was also good, a thousand yard really receiver good, that year. Yeah, they had by a really the way, good that last year with Flores, they, they they are, even yeah. without Tyreek, they like Tyreek makes them contenders. You know, especially if their defense plays better. But without Tyreek, they're pushing the playoffs. Like without him, if it's just Tua and how Brian had that defense playing. If he would have just put more faith in the Tua, because let's be honest, Tua wasn't a bum in Alabama. Like every like he wasn't a bum coming out of college. Was he injured? Yeah. But it wasn't like, okay, like we we don't know what we're gonna do with this guy when we get him. Like, don't sell him short. Like you didn't go pick no bum. Like you didn't go get and not that Jordan Love's a bum, but you didn't go draft Jordan Love and put him in your offense. You're kind of like, all right, well, we don't really know. Like, da-da-da. like you saw what Tua did in Alabama. You knew, hey, if we get the weapons. And we get a good scheme for him. He's going to deliver the ball. He might underthrow a couple people. But if you go get motherfuckers that are going to fight for the ball like Tyreek Hill has been doing, it don't matter if he get underthrown. I think Even he just didn't think he was his guy. I think that's all that was probably. And it probably fucked with Tua in his play. Like he's, exactly. he's responding to his coaching. If you got a, guy, a coach that don't believe in you and – and he not even focused on the offense. You got to remember, too, like I even mean, then they had Fitzpatrick and they was rotating but you got you got to think Cliff brought up like the shit like you think of how especially because y'all played at college so you and for me like in high school and just like bullshit that shit's different playing for a dude you got mad respect for and that is like a player's coach like I still bro I still pull up on my high school coach to this day and see him and different shit like that you know so if you got that relationship you are gonna play better that man bro that man called me for anything right now there are co- there are coaches that have real relationships with their players and there are coaches that that keep that distance and don't, and don't have that. And, and when, when it comes to star players, I mean, regardless of what level you at, even in the league, they still need that. And yeah. especially a young quarterback coming in the league, he probably needed that. Like different guys are different. Some guys can come in and just, I'm a fucking ball. And that's what I'm going to do. Like some guys need to be groomed into a was probably that guy. And now he has a situation where he's got a head coach who yeah. is an offensive minded coach. And he's, also, and, he's, and he's also younger. So I think, I think like, that is like film. a big a big piece of of their their like I mean he just seems like chill like I saw the joking shit with, when they was playing the Bears he told uh he told he told <laughs> yeah, Phil, he said stop it yeah, and then they asked him about in the interview he was like he's like he wasn't listening he was so casual about it like for real like he was going off on him and he couldn't stop him. like this is real like you can be tough like a tough coach but you got to bring something to the table like Bill can be an asshole. 
Because Bill's like, yo, I got seven rings. He's demanding the respect. You have to, like, I, you have to show that shit. Yeah, you can't like be, you can't be a, a play a, a, a coach that's all invested in all oh, the players. I'm gonna do everything, but not not have the respect of the players. If you don't have it, you shit's gonna just go. It's just gonna go bad. Especially grown ass yeah. men. Like it that's what probably- I'm saying. You you have to you have to have the respect. They have to they have to respect what you're doing. Yeah. Know that you you and, and not be questioning yeah. your calls and shit like that. Like that that changes a, a team's morale. It changes how they do their coaching. And that's how they and how they. Play. I don't think that happened in Miami. That shit, hell no. Nah. That shit was so divided. Don't even go there. Because mm. niggas, niggas if, if the top don't want them there, it's it's going to create it's going to okay. create issues. Those are two different things. Was yeah. the front office and the coach coach divided? Yes, but the players clearly played the ass off because you don't start like one in six, turn around to a nine and eight season in a yeah. season where you do not are you yeah. not behind your coach, you're not invested in what they say, and you don't believe in that shit. You don't turn that type of a season around. I'm saying I'm not saying they didn't believe the coach. I'm saying the quarterback change is what was fucking everybody up. Because it's like, okay, I'm playing for this dude. I'm playing for this dude. And then you get in question on, okay, who do you want to play for? Like, they all played for Brian Flores. That's not a point. We're saying for Tua, it was a like an issue because, you know, quarterbacks and head coaches are supposed to be like this. Yeah, and if, the, and if the head coach is the one – if the head coach doesn't want you there or wants another piece because, I mean, they drafted him. They've drafted Tua, but if you don't want him there – then Some players don't, have, don't look sideways. Yeah, he don't. He don't. It's 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 it. It creates a rift. Like if in the organization probably pushed him out because they wanted Tua and exactly. he didn't want Tua. So I'm gonna push you out and get a guy that can groom because you can't do it. So, yeah. it, but it it could be it. And and they could have been had. You know, I believe the shit. You know, tank so so we can get a higher. Like I believe that shit. Like. Teams do that. Like I, I know it. And and he outed them because he like, man, y'all, 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 I'm put y'all, I'm outing y'all. And, Y'all and pushed me out the door. When that's what I'm saying. He, he should he should have. He turned the team around, had the team playing for him, and, and it ain't it ain't on him. It's on it's ultimately on the organization. All right, let's keep it moving. Do we got any other news you want to talk about? Yeah, we got um, the Raiders waived uh, first round former first round pick uh, safety Jonathan Abram, uh, and the Packers picked him up today off waivers. Um, so we'll see that's see how he does there. Uh, the NFL flexed the Chiefs and Chargers game in Week 11 to Sunday Night Football. Hopefully, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams are back, so it could be a somewhat entertaining game. Uh, injury, a lot of talk about the injury issues with turf fields and grass fields. Like it's it's become a thing, and I'm this is obviously going to probably be something the NFL has to address in the off season because um, it's. I mean, they said personal. they did the analytics and the. They said it was equal. I mean, I I I personally, I don't know how you feel, Tio. I, I mean, we both played on both, so I yeah. mean, it's you do get more grip on 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 turf, obviously, true. but yeah. uh, but it don't it don't give like when you hit the ground, like it don't have as much give. It's just rubber pellets, so it does give. Like you gonna bounce off that bitch, but like, but yeah, with, yeah, sure. with 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 the ground, like. It's it's going to give because it's it's when you plant it in the ground so, it gives you a more yeah, natural more, more natural, natural yeah. yeah it's not that, that's not because that shit stops and that's why a lot of non contacts and stuff like that happen. Soccer um, don't use <clears throat> soccer don't I think soccer use real grass. Yeah, that, yeah that's yeah. also a big piece because of the ball though that that changes but, everything how the ball goes across the, ter- the, the 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 surface. But so. If you look at how much they're cutting, 
and I played soccer when I was little, like it makes so much sense for the NFL. To I mean, our soccer team played on turf. So, I mean, I wouldn't say every soccer team or every soccer game is played on turf, but that's true. I mean, gratis, I but. Say- I would say some owner got to step up and just be like, yo, fuck it. They, they do it. They do it because of money, man. It's easier to maintain the turf field yeah, than yeah. doing that grass. That's all it is. Each owner has their own individual, like, jurisdiction. So, yeah, like, individuals. So, yeah, they could choose to go to grass instead of turf if they want. The players want the NFL to force every owner to use real grass. Mm-hmm. So the ones that are being cheaper and want to go turf can't do which, it anymore. Which is most of the league. Most of the league is turf. I'm pretty no. sure that. You know what it's gonna take? It's gonna take one of them quarterbacks to like put their foot down for like their guys. Like if, if their whole locker room is like, bro, we want grass. Imagine if Pat Mahomes is like, yo, like I want grass and not turf. Kansas City gonna line that shit up with grass. <laughs> 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 grass gonna be grass gonna be rolled out uh, next week. Turf going. That's all it's gonna take. So I, I feel like if I was a top like ten quarterback with pool, because there's ten of them that got pool. If my boys are like, yo, I want grass, bro, like you know, and they're helping me out. Hey, bro, we want grass, and we and I ain't gonna. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a business. They gonna they gonna this gonna be something that go through. This something sure. that they talk about in the off season and they oh yeah, they gonna talk about. It it. But yeah. them dudes with that pool, them top quarterbacks. Hey, bitch, Tom Brady, Tampa. We want motherfucking grass right now. I just got a divorce. <laughs> I'm playing better. I want grass. Oh, don't, not- look, don't jump shit. They didn't want one game that they really, <laughs> that they, that they really escaped from. They stole the bag oh, and kept it moving, man. The Rams played that shit so stupid. Oh, man, my God. Come on, man. Stole it. So They act like that man wasn't going to throw in the middle of the field. Like, if it was wide open. Like, oh, okay. Like, you're going to leave it open? I knew as soon as I gave that man the ball back. Jalen Ramsey said it. As soon as I gave it, y'all, y'all, you, what are you doing? They did their job. They did their fucking job. You gave you you did that. You knew what you did when you gave that man the ball back. I was like, I don't even watch the rest of this shit. I don't even knew. You had your chance and you stopped them. I don't even watch the rest of this shit. That shit was just bad. You defense, two chances. Bro. You give him one, and you got you got all. Two. That shit was bad you, defense. They signed up for that. They deserved that. You don't give Tom Brady the ball back. That's on them. But you can't you can't just play the whole sideline and act like he him out of all quarterbacks won't throw the ball in the middle of the field if he sees someone wide open. <laughs> like you could try some younger dudes with that. Like all right, but we're gonna you, we're gonna bait you into the middle. But like a dude that's a vet, a seasoned vet, like oh I can throw this. My tight end is gonna run a little bit. And both them teams, like, both some teams, ass, both some teams ass, bro. Oh, cans. That's for sure, cans. Uh, the injury, like, some injury news this week. Um. News for tomorrow, A.J. Terrell is officially out with a hamstring injury against the Panthers tomorrow. Um, Josh Allen is day-to-day with a right elbow injury to the ulnar collateral ligament and related nerves. So something to look at when it comes to nerves and sensitivity and grip and things like that on the ball. Um, So potentially Case Keenum could be up if he misses any time. Um, Rams put Matthew Stafford in concussion protocol. Speaking of the Rams, uh, Texans wide receiver Brandon Cook comes back to practice after being disgruntled about not being traded. Um, Texans, I mean, Giants place Xavier McKinney on the uh, injury list. Uh, I think he had surgery on a few fingers. Um, They're unsure about his status for the rest of the season. The Titans designated wide receiver, Ricky wide receiver, Trileon Burks to come back from IR. So, get some much-needed help in the past game. Uh, Broncos are placing starting center Lloyd Cushenberry on IR, so not not what they need. 
Uh, Panthers designate uh, safety Jeremy Chin to return from IR, which is huge. That's a big piece. Um, and also the Panthers reinstated quarterback Sam Darnold from IR. They got everybody healthy now. Hey. Good. Hey. How they going to act? Bro, they could have had a yard sale, too. That's the craziest shit, too. And they can still do it. They don't have to do it now. They can I mean, there Wait, I mean, they can wait and see how the pick, how the how the picks play out, man. They they might just still do it. I mean, they can do it next year because, but they would have hit the penalty, like you know, those teams that signed like DJ Moore, DK that first year. You're getting, you're gonna have to eat thirty mil if you move them dudes. Like if you yeah. move Washington moves scary, them boys weren't eating that shit. So sure, maybe sure. they'll eat it heading into the draft. You know, if it's a year the year later, right. I bet. Then let's roll into the RPO with T.O. Yes, sir. sir. So the first question for Keith. So can the Ravens win out the rest of the season? So they face only one team with a winning record, which is the Bengals at five and four. Their final eight opponents combined record is 22 and 44. Although tough. They may challenge the Bills or Chiefs for the number one seed in the AFC. So, can the Ravens win out the rest of the season? Run a pass. I'm a pass. Like I'm a run with it, but I'm a pass. Like it's not. They're not doing that. There's no way. Like the way that receiving quarter looks, bro. I mean, can they get in the playoff and make some noise? Yes, but will they win out without Bateman and old just the regular Derrick? season? Just regular season? No, fuck no, no, not even. <laughs> Y'all got a little. Y'all got a little. They even change his mind briefly. <laughs> y'all got a little. Soft, y'all got a little soft schedule though. To, to That's what I was saying. That can be as soft as it want, bro. I'm letting you know. I don't seen them boys blow leads like, and I don't seen That's them just say, okay, well, we're gonna. If if that happens, the only way they have is the defense has to play lights out because that's where all the money's at. The money is on defense. So <laughs> if the defense plays lights out, then yes, I can, it probably will happen. But offensively, I mean. Lamar's looking good. Ron Stanley's healthy, playing great. I mean, we'll get Mark Andrews back, but I mean, you know, it's still the same shit we deal with on offense. Hey, Lamar is the offense. <laughs> That's just ridiculous, bro. Hey, we need you to be the best passer and the best rusher, bro. I ain't got nothing else for you. The fuck is this shit? <laughs> so uh, our next question for Ant. So is Justin Fields now a top five to ten most dangerous player in the NFL? All right, look. I'm going to run with this, right? Now, dangerous player in the NFL is highly questionable. I think you might be jumping a little bit too far too quick. But at his position, I definitely think so. So we're talking about the quarterbacks, which we overvalue as being the most important player on the field all the time anyway. So at that point, yes, as a quarterback. But once you start talking about all the players, you got to think about guys like Christian McCaffrey, who just threw, ran, and passed for a touchdown, like <laughs> threw, rushed, and caught a touchdown recently. Like, and that makes things way more dicey. But look, the potential was always there. But over the past two to three weeks, people are getting to actually see the potential, not even fully, because we still have a pretty bad offensive line and not great receivers, but seeing his potential on the field and not just flashes of it through a whole game because Luke Getzey has really upped our offensive game since the Commanders game. But think about this. He is the 11th leading rusher in the NFL. Ahead of Joe Mixon, C-Mac, Aaron Jones, Kenneth Walker, Alvin Kamara, Ezekiel Elliott, Austin Eckler, all of them have less rushing yards on the season than Justin Fields. 
It is clear. It is clear. Yeah, it is clear at this point. Fields was the best quarterback in his draft class, from what you have definitively seen on a field and in games, and it's just definitive at this point. No one else is close. And he went the thirteenth overall pick, and he was like the fourth quarterback taken. So I like it. Our team is young. There'll be some good weeks and some bad weeks, but he's that. He is him. He is that type of guy. Okay, agree, agree. So this one's for Sam. So going all the way back to your AKA at the beginning of the pod, Sam. So is there any realistic opportunity to save the season for the Saints? Uh, I'm going to pass on it. Uh, <laughs> absolutely not. Uh, I just – I don't know what's up. Like, Jameis is healthy but not playing. Dennis Allen seems to think Andy Dalton is right now the – best option at quarterback and the offense just absolutely disappears week to week. Like some weeks it looks fine and some weeks it looks just incoherent. And it, it all depends on Alvin Kamara having to do everything. And I just don't think that he is going to be able to put it together to carry a whole team week to week. That's a lot to ask for a running back, a lot to ask one player, on a football team. And, and there are also weeks where the defense doesn't show up. Like you can shut out the Raiders whose offense has actually been pretty decent despite the the team being a general dumpster fire, but then play the Ravens like an actual like elite offense who can really consistently put up points and cannot get stops in key places. So I don't see it this season. I think they're going to have to go back to the drawing board and I think a lot of it is a coaching problem. Dennis Allen seems to be in a little bit over his head at this point. I, I just don't – I don't see this season being one that – when I say salvageable, I mean can see them making the playoffs. I, I think the Bucks or Falcons will figure it out before the Saints do at this rate. Agreed. I mean, he got them playing good defense, which he is a defensive coach. But typically – it's crazy in the NFL. We typically, a lot of the times, do see the defensive-minded coaches have a really good defense, but the offense is kind of shaky. So, hey, get get then, Taysom Hill more upside. touches. Get Taysom Hill more touches. Oh man, he Yo, start he, <laughs> real, real shit. got to look? You start Jameis. It don't matter. Start Jameis. It don't matter who you got a cue. Well, I think I think Jameis should start. I mean, start I don't James, know why Andy yeah. Dalton old ass starting, but Taysom Hill needs more touches, bro. Like. He 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 just does shit with the ball, like, like just get him the ball. He go. But he you ran can put Marley, him anywhere though. He, he ran Marlon Humphrey ass smooth over, bro. <laughs> he did though. He did. No, that's the second. He be getting, he, he be getting people all the time. No, that's normal for him. Like y'all paying him? Didn't, didn't they pay him? They did. They oh, did. Just, well, y'all y'all don't have a. If y'all say y'all don't have a real quarterback, then this man should be in every other draw. Like the problem is every other draw. If that's what y'all <laughs> say, you want the two quarterback system. If that's y'all, well then play him. I he, mean, he no, should be on the he, he should be on the field in some in some. He nope. should be on the field in some form on he all your should. drives, whether he had running back, tight end, or fucking quarterback. But the that's problem right. is they don't have no, they don't have no tight ends, and they play him at tight end. Like if they had a good tight end. Where they didn't have to consistently play him at tight end, you could just start him at quarterback and be like, "Hey, we'll run with you at quarterback because he won't play Jameis." But the problem is they don't have a good enough fucking tight end, which is insane that they can't just fucking get one good enough tight end <laughs> and just stay in there. 
How many good tight ends are there in football? A lot. I mean, Juwan Johnson what? is fine as a pass catcher. They not great as a run oh, blocker. Okay. That one but... bullshit-ass play he got. No, Tight ends are slim. Tight ends are a slim position. Are you talking I about a tight end right that can right block? Are you, are you, okay, are you talking about a, a tight end? I, I, I won't name Kelsey. You're not naming oh, hey. him. No, I'm saying I won't name him because we know it's him. I'm saying I can I name know. him. He's saying he will fail, so go I'm, ahead. Go ahead. Okay, you have old boy Schultz. All right. Yeah. I need to get back to my point. My my, my point was, first. what kind of tight end are you talking about? Are you talking about a NBA? There ain't that many. NBA elite. that many. My boy, I'm frozen. What kind of tight end are you? What kind of tight end are you talking about? Are you talking about a blocker tight end or, or an elite tight end? We're talking about efficient in both. Because there's there's only so many that are great, and let's be honest, even some of the ones that are great in one spot aren't that good in other spots. Like there's only a couple that are that are what there's literally maybe five that are well rounded, pass catching and receiving. People don't care if their their tight end isn't the greatest blocker if they're super active in the past. Exactly game. right, exactly. So what tight end are you talking about? That they could they could snag. They could have just got that, TJ that, Austin. That's not a that's not a, a small snag for a team that's not even. Can, Good. Let's be real, like that. That's that just doesn't make sense for them. The Vikings, it makes sense for they just lost their tight end. Like, but yeah. if we talking, if you talking elite, it's Kelsey. It's it's Waller when the motherfucker want to play. It's it's Hawkinson. Andrews. It's Mark Andrews. Andrews. Um, and Joku and sparked off. Goddard and, and Dallas Goddard. I mean. And Zach the Hurts. List really. Zach Hurts, Hurts a little, Hurts, a little older, Hurts. but Hurts, Hurts is still solid. But like Hurts. that, Hurts. we just named like seven, and 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 the list is dwindling as you keep naming names. Like, but those, I think that core group right there though, are we not even putting Kyle Pitts in there because we ain't but seen nothing. About, no, think about and he's not even he's not a run blocker at all. I'm gonna bring he's someone up who's not a run blocker but is good in the passing game. Gerald Everett for the Chargers. He oh I like I like him a lot too. He's but he's that, a he's a pa- he's a he's a pass catching tight. That's something they fucking need. Like he's not great. They 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 didn't spend buku money to get him. It was like hey he's efficient. We, and even someone like Austin Hooper, like who Tennessee is barely like. Austin Hooper has been mid for a couple of years. He now, has right? been non-existent in the Titans offense. I, don't know, I, I, I haven't seen Austin Hooper something. make a play. And he wasn't honest. like Jared great Cook. in Cleveland either. No, he hasn't done he hasn't done that since he was in Atlanta. You got yeah, old boy John Smith. Robert they have some Tom decent ones like Jared. The, the Patriots that used it, the Patriots got two tight ends who used to be in the conversation that we talking about, but them motherfuckers is non-existent. Yeah, they don't be doing that. Yeah. Connor Henry was good last year, but well, I'm telling you, both yeah, those tight ends was He was with the Chargers, and even when Janu was with the Titans, they was both they was both Titans. We be talking about where where are we at in the RPO? So I just got a question for Cliff here and. Just want to know if CD Lamb is your true number one, or are y'all an OBJ away from a legit title shot? Man, I'm running <laughs> with it. CD Lamb is the one. Jerry Jones is is going to get behind this to get y'all to talk. He is not paying Odell Beckham what he paid Michael Gallup, and that's what Odell wants. And he's not he's He's not gonna. He's just gonna entertain it. He's gonna be like, oh yeah, we'll we'll be talking to him, but we're gonna offer him some bullshit ass deal. And he's, and he's gonna turn us down. And he's gonna go to fucking Buffalo, or he's gonna go to 
uh, I don't know where he gonna go. He gonna he gonna make the best decision for him because he got leverage. But in reality, though, he's a thirty year old receiver who's coming off a torn ACL, who did show you know really good things. I mean, in the Super Bowl, like he was gonna probably be MVP of that Super Bowl had they played the rest of that game. But that's true. He did it, and he's coming back from a major injury. Michael Gallup, we see we didn't rush him back, and he's. I mean, he's been he sparked a little bit. He's been kind of he's he's been kind of there. I'm not comparing them neither one of them uh, players, but I mean they are similar sure. injuries. I mean Chris Godwin, like those guys, but those guys are also younger than Odell. So it's like, what? Why would I pay that man that money? He's not going to. He, Jerry Jones is not going to pay him. Ceedee Lamb is our one, and we're going to run with it. That's that's what it is. <laughs> we not, he's not going to do right. it. It's all, it's all for the talk. Cowboys always in the talk, and it's just it's just. And talk. I just got a quick question for the group here, so. Will the Titans receivers ever make an impact this season? So they just played the Chiefs. No receiver called a pass against the Chiefs. So defenses. 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 So defenses will stack the box and play one-on-one with no safety help. So they're stacking the box one-on-one. No safety help. They're literally just packing Lord. the box saying, listen, bro, they only we ain't going to let Derrick Henry beat us. They're only letting Malik throw that bitch like 10 times. And then you got to think, Robert Woods just came back from energy, injury. Trayvon Burks haven't been playing. You can't name the other fucking receivers. So I'm thinking, I'm taking any number two corner against whatever motherfucking receiver they got that's not that, Trayvon Burks and Robert Woods. Like, because Robert you got to think, you're telling Robert Woods, who's older, off a of fucking ACL tear, who's really good. Let's let's be real. Tree Man is nasty. But off an of ACL injury that, hey, we need you to be, like, golden. It's not going to happen right now. They, hey, listen. That, that team wasting – wasting – You wasting – You wasting the t- – And on defense, too. You wait. How the hell – The thing is, they was in that fucking game. The game went they to OT. That's what I'm saying cook. with a rookie quarterback. No receivers. None of them caught a pass. And you win the OT with Patrick Mahomes. You, you that team, that team is a receiver away, a, a weapon or two away from being a legit team. Honestly, I think and, they could have did something similar to what bad, like the, they could have did a, use a scheme similar to what Jalen Hurst been using in Philly with Malik Willis. Let him get out on the edge, some RPOs, things like they that to get them going. Weren't. Some easy throws, things like that. They, they no receiver caught a pass. No, but he don't have he don't have a tight end there. He don't got no receivers there. You got Derek motherfucking Henry, and he's not helping they, you that much in the past game. So but they, it, weren't, it's, they weren't betting on like starting Malik though either. Like they they really didn't plan on that. So I don't think they're yeah, gonna change. I don't think they're gonna change the scheme for him. Like Terrence, that would be great. But then it's like, what if Tan? Like, will we do better with Tannehill? And then the other side of it. Yeah, I think they will. I think no. they, like that's why I would run with it because I think Traylon Burks coming back actually could have an impact with Tannehill coming back, but yeah. not with Malik Willis. You know and what they, I'm saying? They they okay. really lost that game because they like Cliff said they let Pat run wild, bro. Literally that he literally I mean, beat them running the ball. Them niggas had Patrick Mahomes throw that bitch seven, 60 times, right? I bro, I'll play anybody if they throw the ball 60 times. You know what I mean? But then when he was running, they just they just ignored it. There's only so much you can do though. Like that's a lot of speed you're defending, Travis Kelsey, and and your offense has got it. Your offense has got to control the clock, especially with that situation. And you gotta. I mean, that's that's tough. I mean, that's 
The fact that they even went to overtime in that fucking game and had no receiver had a catch is ridiculous. Like, that's what I'm gonna like. That's maybe ridiculous. them going to overtime with a rookie quarterback was about the best you could do, and and like there's really no point in nitpicking it. Like they probably weren't gonna win that game. Bro, they probably got about as close as they were. Ever their D, their D line adjustments were bogus though. Like they would rush three on one side to try to flush Pat one way, bro. He he can move. Why are you trying to flush him? <laughs> you're gonna He's send, athletic. Sorry, bro. You're gonna send your best edge and Bud can be on the same side to have him go against who the fuck knows who on the other side. That's a terrible idea. He's gonna beat him. Like, let's be honest. You're gonna scheme the D line to blitz on one side heavy and it's pass. Just, him to, oh, okay, I gotta move, bitch. Who, you, you gave him gave- three on that yep. side before he got banged up to be that one person or Jeffrey Simmons. That's terrible. That's normally Frank or uh, what's his name? Mike Vrabel. He's a great coach, but that shit was fucking stupid. Like he a defensive guy too. So I don't know. Where oh, what? Yeah. Yo, that I shit think was stupid. This is a good segue because we talked about some of the bad of the week into Keith hitting us up with his players of the week from week nine. Okay, yeah, we're gonna run through this. I just did it. I didn't do it by divisions. I just kind of had players that I picked out. Should have probably did divisions, but I got I got Pat Mahomes. He had to do the he had to run and throw the ball this week, and he threw he had sixty eight attempts, which is insane. Uh, Wills touchdown interception. He was sacked four times, so Tennessee did get to him. Another quarterback I'm going with is Justin Fields. Uh, really, it's how he carried the ball fifteen times and rushed for one hundred seventy eight yards with a tub. His long was sixty eight yards. That is ungodly. <laughs> It's nice to see him, like you know, them kind of utilizing him fully now in a way that benefits him. You know, uh, Devontae Adams in a loss. I'm starting to think, you know, kind of segueing off a little bit that them getting Devontae Adams was not the answer. Like I get, you know, you're, you're reuniting somebody with like <laughs> who they they want to play with and shit like that. But look at it, bro. Like, y'all got so many fucking problems on this team. Like <laughs> the Raiders are ass, bro. Like, no, put that on Devonte. Put that on Devonte had, no, had three yards Devante. last week and they lost. Bro, Devonte had went crazy and they lost. He really went crazy. Like, what else am I supposed to do? Like, he literally Devante. had the totally polar opposite game. I mean, they still took a hell. Like, bro, shit, Devonte man. went ten receptions, one hundred forty-six with two tubs. He looked great. Another receiver I'm going with is Tyree Kill, who. Even with two under throwing him sometimes, he's showing people he's more than just a speedster. He's catching routes all over the place. Seven receptions, 143 yards, 20.4 average, which is crazy. With the touchdown, I'm going to go Jordan Brooks, the young linebacker out of uh, Seattle. 11 solo tackles, one assist, 12 in total. And then uh, Matt Judon, of course, had another crazy thing. Crazy. He's player of the year. Yeah, my man. Yeah, he's low-key balling. He had three sacks. Ain't nobody saying nothing about that. I don't know why. Another one, last person, is uh, old man Justin Houston. I don't know what is going on. I think it's just <laughs> it's like he's now not having to rush every time. Like, I got to check his percentage of snaps he's been in, but I think his percentage is going lower, you know, because everybody's coming back healthier. So he's just being able to rush. Just using for passing situations. And he can yeah. Those. yeah. Fresh, body, fresh body, rest of the pass. Yeah, he had two solos of assists, uh, three total, two and a half sacks, and he, he got an interception and gave the ball to his son. Real cute shit, so it was pretty dope. Yeah, so segue on that for the, the fantasy segment here for the surprising 
fantasy player of the week. Man, listen, Mixon, Mixon, Mixon. <laughs> yo, yo, man, listen, yo, <laughs> crazy, stacked on it. <laughs> but he had a uh, man. I think I actually played him this week. I was sick, but 213, <laughs> 213 scrimmage yards and five Jeez. touchdowns, bro. That's insane. And then the honorable mention this week had to give it to Justin Fields. My man's broke Mike Vick record with 178 rushing yards. Also had three passing touchdowns and a rushing touchdown. And disappointing, we gave it to Aaron Rodgers in the packs, losing to the the Lions. Yeah, in the pack, the whole everybody. Green Bay. Yeah. Damn, boy. Nothing, I mean, not nothing really needs to be said about that. I said last week that he was he wasn't going to lose at Lions, and I'm I'm done. I'm oh, done with it. I'm, I'm done with it. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. And I messed up. And I messed up and corrected myself. I should have kept it with the Lions. I actually said the Lions, and then clarified that I meant the Packers. Should have kept hey, that boy Eric oh, said, relax on fields here, running back. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, look, look, that's the problem because Eric is a Falcons fan and he's still waiting on some nigga named Desmond Ritter to save his franchise. <laughs> Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. So, <laughs> our honorable mention for disappointing player of the week. Uh, we stayed within the same game. So we went with DeAndre Swift. So he only had five carries. He did have a touchdown, but I mean, his usage, five carries, and they said that they still think they gave him one too many carries. So, like, yeah, I mean, if you only five yeah. carries and you think you gave me the ball one too many times, we got a problem. They <laughs> said they said they was going to slowly work him back, so I knew he probably wasn't going to get a lot of the work. And Jamal been – I mean, Jamal been playing really well, so it ain't no sure. reason to, to rush him back and get him touches until he's fully healthy. But if that's – I mean, I guess that's just – They don't want to play him. Five carries? That's what, that's what, I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Eric says you're still waiting on your wide receivers to catch a pass. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, he got he got me there. Like, you know, I ain't hey, you don't need the wide receivers too if Cole commit hey. everything. Hey, Cole commit was balling. Turned up. Cole commit was balling. And when he was turning up, I was like, Ant did say he was gonna turn up. What had me weak was when it was um, I think it was some reporter. I can't remember who it was was out there talking about, you know, the Chase Claypool acquisition, and he out there, he ran around and dropped the ball. <laughs> Yo, I mean, look, we all know, we all know there's going to be – He did have a short turnaround play, so I give him that. He is not like that. Like That, that, is, that is still his thing. That was during he warm-ups, does. though. That was during warm-ups. I mean, he does drop passes, <laughs> Yo, Eric said no. Hey, I'm still waiting on Pitts to catch one. <laughs> Yo, the way the way that you have done both, Pitts is just wild. Like <laughs> you drafted a tight end who's a receiver out. and ain't using him. Yeah, it don't make sense. No Did y'all see Drake London catch that ball and have that shit snatched oh, from him and take him to the house? Oh, yes. Yes. He yes. said that. He said oh that. My God. Yeah, Khalil Mack. Debo, give me, give me that like, shit. Oh my god, it's my like, he looked like Debo too when he did it. I was like, Good god, <laughs> yeah, that shit would have hurt my feelings. I ain't, I ain't strong enough for that. I ain't, that shit was so disrespectful in the red zone, too. He was on like the five yard line, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm I'm done with the, the player, Sam. You can go ahead and hit us with the game of the week. 
Okay. So, for the game of the week, this is assuming that Josh Allen plays. Uh, so, the game of the week, in my opinion, is the Bills and the Vikings. These are two teams that have two of the best records in the league. They've been two of the best teams all season. And I think if Josh Allen plays, this is definitely the game that everyone should tune into if you only can watch one game uh, going into the weekend. The Bills are coming off a loss to the Jets, and the Vikings are coming off a close win against the Commanders to put them at 7-1. and one. And I'll say that I think the Vikings offense is absolutely legit. But I think the Vikings are one of the most fraudulent 7-1 and one teams in recent NFL memory. And I'm just going to go through a list of the teams they've beaten and, <laughs> and, and, and just received. get y'all's opinion on it. Oh, he got beat. Week one. <laughs> they, yeah, this is real beat. <laughs> week one, they beat the Packers. Impressive, right? Week two, they lost to the Eagles. No, they got three, the ass whooped by the Eagles. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie to the Eagles. Did. They got the ass whooped by the Eagles. Dog walk. Yeah. 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 So week three, they beat the Lions. Week hey, four, the they li- beat hey, the Saints. Wait, time out. The Lions early on were competitive, let's be honest. No. They took a shit like week four. The Lions just beat the Packers and the the <laughs> the Vikings beat the Packers. So we're we're the Lions we're... are a two and seven football team. Or two and <laughs> six. Maybe they've had a bye. But they just won their second game. Uh, they beat the Bears week four before Justin Fields was Justin Fieldsing before the Bears were using him correctly. <laughs> they beat the Dolphins without Tua week five. They played Teddy Bridgewater, who got knocked out of the game, and then they played some dude that I don't, I don't even remember that Skyler, dude's name. Skyler Thompson. <laughs> Skyler, who has his own merch, by the way. <laughs> Skyler Thompson has his own merch, which I think is hilarious. Then they beat the Cardinals. <laughs> It was probably the best team they've beaten, who's three and five. And then they uh, they beat the Commanders by three last week. So they haven't beaten a good team, in my opinion. Uh, the Bills are coming off a loss against the Jets, who seem to be a pretty good team, actually, despite the, the loss of Brees Hall. Sauce Gardner is just really good, too. So I yeah. think that's definitely a game to tune into. But if Josh Allen doesn't play – I think the the Bills are going to have a tough time. Um, regardless, it's, it's like destroying that Viking secondary. It's Eric old. says Sam has next oh. level hate. <laughs> he's gonna have he's gonna have Patrick Peterson on him. He's gonna roast Bro, him. I like the I like I like the Vikings. I think their defense is one of the more over under, overrated top ten. They are a top ten defense. They're the eighth ranked defense in the NFL but they really haven't played anyone. And the the offense has scored at least 20 points a game every game. Their lowest points total was 20, and it was last week. But the defense has also given up over 20 points, like five out of their eight games. So when they play another really high-powered offense, like the Bills with Josh Allen, I don't think they're going to be able to keep up. Just I, even though I think the offense will still do stuff, but that's also an elite defense they're going to be playing against. So I think that it's the game of the week because of the records of these teams and where they're at as division leaders. But I expect the Bills to to control this game and really get back uh, for the bad loss they just had. But if Josh Allen doesn't play, I'm going to give an honorable mention 
to the game happening in Germany. This, uh, in Munich, Germany, this is the, the first NFL game that's going to be played in Germany, and it's the Seahawks uh, and the Bucks. The Bucks are three-point favorites coming off a win against another bad team who people refuse to call bad, the Rams. <laughs> um, and the fact that they're favored against a 6-3 and three Seahawks team who's been really good all year should be seen as an absolute insult. And it's not going to be in the five line because I'm too scared to bet on this game. But I really Aww. hope this Seahawks come out <laughs> and just beat that ass. I am. I am. <laughs> Yo, matter of fact, that's a good that's a good segue. The fly route pod. The fly route pod. The fly Let's go. The fly route pod. Let's go right into the five fly. So <laughs> Cause you, like all that shit you was talking, you should have definitely stood on it. That's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> oh, I did. I did. Okay. So the first of the five fly is Vikings at Bills. I'm taking Bills minus three and a half at home, coming off the bad loss against the Jets. This is again assuming that Josh Allen plays. Um, if he doesn't, I think I would still maybe just go Bills because of all the shit that I talked. Because I want to stand on it, but. I wouldn't advise taking this game if Josh Allen doesn't play. Um, I think the Vikings' defense is going to get exposed. I think the Vikings' offense is legit. But like I said, um, I just think they've beaten a lot of teams that are mid to, like, not very good. And the one time they faced a truly, really good opponent, they got wrecked. So I think it's going to happen like that again, maybe. And I I like the Bills at minus three and a half uh, at home here. The second game I have is the Thursday game. And for this one, I'm going to do a first half bet like we did last week. This did not go well last week. The Texans hung in there in the first half against the Eagles. We bet Eagles to win the first half by a touchdown. Uh, I think it was tied going into halftime. The Texans scored for the first time on an opening drive in that game. So – in every other game, they have not scored points on an opening drive. They've had to punt, which I thought was pretty insane. Or they've missed field goals. Um, and so I think that the first half, Giants minus three at the Texans is a really good bet. The Giants are coming in off their bye. They should be well-rested and get out to a good start. And the Texans, historically this season, have not gotten off to a good start. Um so, yeah, I like Giants in the first half of that game. The third game I'm taking is the Saints minus two and a half at the Steelers. Despite my doom and gloom, the Saints are still good enough to beat the Steelers. Hey, Ant face priceless on that one, though. <laughs> you don't like it? What's up? Hey, like look, it. look. I don't like what I just saw. And uh, I said, they said TJ Watt might come back. Yeah. I don't like yeah. It. That's what I heard too. <laughs> Sam, like, oh, let me reconsider. That changes. Yeah. That changes, yeah. that changes no, a lot. Sit on that. Sit on that. Don't reconsider shit. That changes. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. It's Kenny Pickett, bro. Like we. Yeah. Can it. <laughs> Yo, that's gonna be a crazy bar if y'all get fucked up by Kenny Pickett. <laughs> yeah, go, we just want to clip that part. It's Kenny Pickett. All right, start playing belt the ass, bitch. We go. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yo, it's Kenny Picky. What's happening, play? 
<laughs> I don't see it. I think this is one where where Camara and the defense hold steady against a team that is also bad. Uh, like you know, we're coming. It's the Saints are just going in waves so much. They're coming off beating the Raiders twenty four to nothing, and then getting yeah, absolutely embarrassed by the Raiders. Yeah, we Sam, know. Sam, we know. Sam, but the difference is, the Sam, difference is the Ravens are actually that, uh, good. Can we all remember that Sam not too long ago said that he had given up on the season for the Saints and now he is willing to bet on them to win a game? Yeah. That win is. a game, not make the playoffs. They're playing the Steelers. Come on. I mean, <laughs> I mean, they y'all, are I mean, <laughs> y'all they are, are y'all. <laughs> I'm taking Look. it. Hey, I respect it. Hey, I respect it. That's your squad. I respect it. You didn't see me take them against the Ravens coming off the win against the 24 nothing win. I wasn't I'm bold to take them against I, a I good mean. team, but I'm bold. And the line is the exact same, by the way. The Ravens were only two and a half point favorites against the Saints, which is pretty crazy. <laughs> yep. And the Saints are only two and a half point favorites against the Steelers, who again are also a bad team. Yeah. Didn't you take. Uh... Didn't you take Miami minus three and a half last week? Minus five, bro. Yeah, oh, the line moved up, and you were like, that makes yeah. me hella confident. I'm only mentioning yeah. it because those are my guys. And uh <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> look, look, look at how they done. All right. Uh <laughs> Man, that game is so shit. annoying. Because of course, of course, the the Bears end up losing, but they want to lose by three instead of five. But you know, we shouldn't have lost. Like we got fucked on that PI call to Chase Clay on Chase Clay. Yeah, Clayton. that shit was like, bad, bro. Like Ja recently got attacked for asking the ref if he had bet on the game on FanDuel. I saw I, that. I, I, I wholly, I wholly believe <laughs> that that ref had money line, <laughs> had money line. Miami on FanDuel, the way he jobbed us on that. Like, bro was bro was about to do a Kurt Angle suplex on Chase Claypool, the way he had him around his waist. You know that, like, over-the-head toss Kurt Angle used to do? Yeah. Even He didn't even have to do all that. Claypool probably was going to drop that bitch because that other safety was coming in high. Like, Maybe. Probably, but y'all deserve to get the call. That At the end of the day, you deserve the call. I deserve to see him drop it with my own eyes. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I deserve to see him just drop it of his own volition. That's all I want. That's all I want. I don't want much. I'm a simple man. <laughs> like, I just want to see him fuck it up himself so I know who to blame. Okay. Agreed. Hey, that seems like reasonable that. to me. <laughs> yeah. And then like, for the last the two, I got a. Uh, I got Falcons minus three at the Panthers. This is a rematch of like the most absurd game of the season that happened a few weeks ago. Uh, and we get to watch it again. So I think the Falcons are going to come out victorious again. And hopefully it doesn't come down to a bunch of missed field goals this time, especially with Cordero Patterson back. He's looking really strong. Falcons run game looking really strong. Uh, and I, I don't know. I just – the Panthers like that, that win against the Bucks. Wait, yeah, they won mm-hmm. against the Bucks, coming off firing their coach, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. that was, I think, a good storyline of the team banding together. But now, now like Baker's back, Darnold's coming back. They 
Back to earth. Still <laughs> questions about quarterback. You know, P.J. Walker had those guys actually looking like an offense, and then they want to put but, – but, again, well, they also okay. played – P.J. was – P.J. was absolutely dog water in the first half. Like, they brought, they brought him in not because they wanted to, because they felt like they had to. The way PJ yeah. was playing, like they were like, it's PJ's job to lose, and he immediately went and lost it, like as soon as he could. <laughs> Are you starting this week? Yeah, he's um, still starting. I thought Baker's starting now. No, no PJ, PJ PJ's starting again. I look. I love it for PJ because PJ, <laughs> like we know what Baker is. PJ ain't have his full chance at the league yet. Like I ain't mad at it. But I'm just saying, they yeah. were like, yo, here go the keys, PJ. And he immediately crashed that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and on that note, the last game, I'm taking Dolphins money line at home against the Browns. I hate this spread. It's three and a half. And Cleveland is going to be fighting uh, because they have to just win this one game to stay in the division race with the Bengals and the Ravens to weather the storm before Deshaun Watson comes back from suspension. We just saw them fight really hard and beat the Bengals' ass and coming off their bye week after that. They should be well-rested, but I just think the Dolphins are a better team. I think it'll be a close game. So I'm taking the money line at minus 194. It's still pretty close to like a straight-up bet, like 10 to win 10 type of thing. I would guess it's like bet 10 to win seven. Um, but I just think that the Browns are going to make it a close game, but the Dolphins uh, are really good in shootouts. We just saw that uh, with their three-point win over the Bears. So I, I think it could be like similar vibes to that kind of game. So I would stay away from the spread, but I still like the Dolphins to win the game. They are at home. And the Browns, despite fighting hard, I think they're just not on that level, especially with the addition of Bradley Chubb and improvements to the defense. I think the Dolphins should be in a position to win that game. But, yeah, that is it for the five fly. Hopefully we can get some wins this week coming off a rough week where we either went one and four or two and three. I cannot remember what the line was in the Chargers game. Uh, but we definitely only we definitely won the Patriots like first half bet, and then the other ones were an L. Especially the Packers have moved into Broncos territory, the team I'm never betting on again for the rest of the season. <laughs> I don't care what happens. I don't care who they're playing. I will not bet on them. Uh, and like even the Saints haven't moved into that territory yet, apparently. So we'll see how it goes this week, though. Okay, facts, facts. All right, that's what we got there. We got to move into the no huddle. All right, this week I got some NFL trivia for y'all. Y'all going to play in pairs, and we are going to ask y'all some questions, give y'all multiple choice answers. You'll guess your answer. Hopefully one of y'all comes out with the most points. Oh, it's Cousins against everybody, ain't it? No, no, this is this is NFL trivia. I'm not doing back-to-back weeks of what we did last week because that shit took like a whole half an hour. We got really into it. Podcast is long as hell. So this one's going to be a little bit different, all right? So this first one goes with T.O. and Sam. All right. Which of these quarterbacks has never had a 100 yards rushing in a game? Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, Terrell Pryor or Justin Fields? 
You said – what was the first two options? Wilson and who? Mahomes. Mahomes. We halfway through the timer. I'm going to say Russ. Yeah, I'm going to go Russ too. Man, y'all are not good at this. Y'all want to take another chance? I think I know who it is. All right, what's up, Cliff? I I think it's – I feel like it's like Mahomes. That's prior. What is it? Mahomes. It was one of them. It was one of them two for me though. Cliff is getting that point. You sling that bitch, bro. Yeah, Cliff. Yeah, Cliff. That one. Hey. I mean, we all knew the other two. The bottom two. You know they got a hundred. Hey, look. All I'm saying is, it was Mahomes. So Cliff just stole the first one. All right. Let's go with the second one. All right. This one was supposed to be for Keith and Cliff. If they both get it wrong, y'all can steal. I like that. So, which one of these QBs? The same question has never had a hundred yards rushing in a game. An NFL game. Lamar, Johnny Manziel, Daniel Jones, or Mitchell Trubisky? Who's the second name to that real quick? Lamar, Johnny Manziel, Daniel Jones, or Mitchell Trubisky? Johnny. All right. Come on, Cliff. It's Johnny or Mitch. I'm going to rock with Johnny with him. Y'all want to try to steal? I'm running with Mitchy Mitch. The answer is Mitch Trubisky. Damn, I should have T.O. T.O. steals back. I like Damn. it. Yeah, no, nah, no. Nah. Johnny Manziel had a very short career, but he did that's get 100 what I'm yards I thought, That's what I was like, man. He, he wasn't really that long. I don't know if he, he was, was long enough to rush for 100 yards in the game, but then. He, he was not, but he made it count. All right, this next one is for Cliff and Sam. Which one of these QBs has never led the league in passing yards? Drew Brees, Dak Prescott, Matt Schaub, or Alex Smith? Uh, Dak Prescott. Yeah, it's pretty sure it's Dak. You got Dak too? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Dak. Anybody else? Hold on. Say the names again real quick. I'm going to say Alex Smith. Drew Brees, Dak Prescott, oh, Alex Smith, Matt Schaub. Oh, shit. Dak, 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 damn. Matt. All right. The answer is Alex Smith. So, hey. Gio, hey. Let's go. <laughs> so, T.O. is on the board with two. All right. This next one first dibs goes to Cliff and uh, – no, sorry. T.O. and Keith. Okay. We will go – which one of these QBs has never led the league in passing yards? Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr, Peyton Manning, Jay Cutler. Derek Carr. All like right. for a season? Yeah. Derek Carr. I'm going to go – man, this is tough because I don't want to pick Derek just because he picked Derek. So it was Peyton, Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr, Jay Cutler. I'm going to go Peyton. Uh, well, y'all want to try to steal? Jay Damn, steal, bitch. Yeah, Kirk well, Cousins. I was going to say Jay uh, Cutler, for real. What is it? If you said Peyton Manning, and that man definitely did this shit. I, I, said, Jay, I said Jay Cutler, so I, I Yeah, know. yeah. Uh, Cliff is right. The answer time. is Jay Cutler. Uh, Derek Carr led the league in passing last year. Wow. <laughs> Listen, bro. Yes, That's sir. crazy. That's crazy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Time. It, 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 and, now he is, and now he is dumpster juice. 
So hey, it's you crazy. know, you know, I got I got Dak Prescott wrong. I should be like, like, I yeah, yeah. after I said it, I was like, didn't he just do that shit like two two three, two three years, ago? years ago? Yeah, yeah. Pressure, I'm pressure, right. pressure, but at the time running down. Yeah, boy. All right, this one goes to Cliff and To, who are also in the in tie for the lead at two apiece. Which one of these wide receivers has never led the league in receiving yards? Josh Gordon, Keenan Allen, Andre Johnson, or DeAndre Hopkins? Hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna go Andre Johnson. Give me the name one more time. Give me the name. Give me names one more time. Josh Gordon, Keenan Allen, Andre Johnson, DeAndre Hopkins. I'm just going. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Josh Gordon because I'm gonna gamble that he wasn't on the field yeah. long enough to be. Hey, that man was torching shit. I'm I know he nuke. was, but I'm I mean, you going nuke? Nuke. Sam, yeah, I'm gonna say Keenan Allen. Sam is correct. The answer is Keenan oh, Allen. Josh man, Gordon did really? it in 2013 before he yeah, got Josh. suspended for weed. Yeah, he was a monster. He was a monster. Nuke did I know he led the league. I know he was. Yeah, bald, boy. He was like that. He was like he, that. He was definitely like that. <laughs> yeah, he was like that, boy. He was like that. All right. So this last one is for Sam and Keese. Um same question. Which one of these wide receivers has never led the league in receiving yards? Justin Jefferson, Julio Jones, Larry Fitzgerald, Michael Thomas. Larry Fitz. Michael Sam. Thomas. All right. Anybody else want to try to steal? Who are, the, who are the other two? Justin Jefferson, Julio Jones, Larry Fitzgerald, Michael Thomas. I'm going to go Larry, too. It's led the league? Yeah, led the league in receiving yards. What is I'm going to go, go Larry. Are you changing the answer, Keith? Yeah, I'm going Justin. Damn, Keith, you got it right. It was Larry. <laughs> Justin did it. <laughs> but also, that still means like T.O. and Cliff are both still tied. <laughs> Yo, you were about to get on the board too, Keith. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, 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 Sam, Sam got him one. I second guess that shit because I was like, bro, I'm pretty Justin sure he just only, did it. Like, but I was like, Justin only been in the league so long. Like, I know he shattered that rookie yeah, he one, did it. but I was like, damn, ain't no way he, he did, did it. Quick. Yet. Did yeah, it boy, he did it. He did it ASAP. He did it ASAP. All right, I think I might be able to give y'all one more. All right, so this one is the tiebreaker. Hopefully, y'all don't uh, both get this one right because that would <laughs> suck. But uh, let's go. Which one of these receivers has never led the league in catches? Man, All right, catches. Yeah, Jarvis Landry, Pierre Garçon, Wes Welker, and who, who am I going to pick from this list? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, the last person I'll go with is Nuke. Jarvis Landry, Wes Welker, Nuke, and... Pierre Garçon. Pierre Garçon. Yeah. Who y'all gonna pick? uh, I'm gonna go Wes Welker. 
Cliff? I'm, I'm going to go. <laughs> uh, Pierre Garçon. Bruh, it's Luke. <laughs> it's Luke. Yeah! Luke has never led the league in catches. Uh, Wes Welker did it in 2011 and 2009. Pierre Garçon did it in 2013. Well, RG3? We'll take the tie. We'll take the tie. Fuck. All right, we'll take the tie. All right, facts. Damn. Hey, I wasn't going to get it because Duke wasn't even in my last two that I was thinking of. Yeah, Yeah, bro. I definitely won't think of Nuke at all. Oh, bro. He tricked me. I was find somebody that was going to trick you. Yeah. He literally was like, who could I give it his last one? Uh, uh, well, actually, I had the list of everybody else so I could say them really quick. Then I had to think of a good receiver that I could put on the list that wasn't like mm. in front of me. Right? Yeah, you got me for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't yeah. thinking new. All right, this was this was this was fun. Let's um let's roll into the ballers bouquet. <laughs> All right, I got um Miami Dolphins. Uh, Outside linebacker, pass rusher Jalen Phillips, named uh, Week 8 NFL PA Community MVP. Uh, so uh, that's who we're giving the ball his bouquet to this week. Um, Jalen Phillips has been named the week eight, week 8 NFL PA Community MVP after inviting 18 Miami Dolphins rookie players to join him to visit uh, to the Broward Regional Juvenile Detention Center. There, They spent time with the, the 40 youths that were – that, that are there speaking about overcoming challenges by providing guidance, inspiration uh, for the future. After making several trips earlier this year to connect with the incarcerated youth in Florida, Phillips decided on October 18th to bring the Dolphins rookie class with him. The group played games, ate snacks, and had conversations ready for sports to real life matters. In the time, not only were the kids reminded there are people who believe in them, but Phillips helped. The first year Dolphins see the type of impact they can have in the new platform. So big shout out to um, Jalen Phillips and, you know, reaching out to the youth and kind of getting those young guys, young players, young rookie players in there as well to kind of talk to them um, and kind of, you know, some younger guys that can kind of relate and maybe help those, um, those young, young youth in the decision center. So big shout out to Jalen Phillips. Bro, I fucking love that, bro. That's live. Last fucking turn, bro, for sure. <laughs> All right, yeah, that's hella dope. I like this. This is a good stopping point. That is what we got for episode 92 of the Flyer Podcast. We appreciate all of y'all for stopping through, listening, and we can't wait to hit y'all up next Wednesday. The, 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 the Fly Route Pod. The Fly Route Pod. The Fly Route Pod. The Fly Route Pod.